Wrapping things up on the pregame show, powered by School City of Mishawaka, back to Goshen High School with Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. Coach, you heard the words of wisdom earlier from Bodie Bender just moments ago from Michael Wolford, head coach from Goshen High School. What thoughts would you like to echo? Well, you know, so so from Michael's standpoint, he's looking at those stat numbers where Mishawaka's averaging almost 11 offensive rebounds a game. That's, I mean, that's, that's a huge number because, you know, or maybe six or seven of those, you're going to get a second shot and you're going to have an opportunity to, to score again and you give your team another possession. For, from Mishawaka's standpoint, I think you just got to uh, 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 pick up the pace, find the shooters, uh, understand that uh, the Brady Fisher isn't going to be out there and other players are going to have to pick up the slack and those players will. So I'm looking for a really, really good basketball game tonight. Now, now, when you look at numbers a little bit, uh, uh, Goshen does a pretty good job defensively. They're only giving up 50 points a game, and if you look at some of their scores, they you know they uh, uh, they held Northwood, I believe, to maybe uh, 48 points. Correct. Or uh, uh, I'm sorry, 45 points. So so they can d it up a little bit. Mishawaka's going to have to hit some J's and get some transition baskets. Before we introduce the starting lineups, let's get a couple of updates on their scores around the area tonight on this Friday, January 27th on the U.S. Sidecrafter Scoreboard. After one period of play at McEwen Gym in Dunlap, Concord leads Wawasee 8-7. And after one period of play down at the Tiger Den, Northwood, the other front runner on the Northern Lakes Conference with your Mishawaka Cayman. Northwood leads Warsaw by two at 10-8. A couple of other updates. Late second quarter, Penn at Riley. The Kings would lead the Wildcats 32-20. Halftime Elkhart, a 24-18 leader over Jimtown. And after one period of play, Mishawaka Marion, two better than South and Washington. The Knights lead the Panthers 18-16. Starting lineups brought to you by Bethel University Athletics. First for the homestanding Redhawks of Goshen. 5'9 senior Noah Alford. Five, or check that, 6'4 senior Deacon Hill. Six-foot senior Quinn Bechtel. 6'7 senior Lighton Waddell and 6'7 junior Ryan Eldridge start for Michael Wolford and the Redhawks. Mishawaka in their travel maroon with the white trim will run with Jackson Snyder, Cooper Pritchett, Rasan Johnson, Arthur Jones, and Tommy Herringer starting for the injured Brady Fisher. In case fans were not with us in the early stretches of the pregame show, no heard the coach's comment segment from Bodie Bender as Mishawaka wins the opening tip. Brady Fisher suffered a thumb injury in the game Tuesday at home versus Fairfield. He is out indefinitely. It is a day-to-day injury officially, and uh, I guess time will tell on just how long we might be without the services of number 23. Cavemen go from far side to near side and or left to right. We are in the southeast balcony corner here at Goshen High, and the Cavemen against a 2-3 zone work it very patiently to the left side, and then Arthur Jones will line it up from Treyland, and that's a great start for the Cavemen. They lead it by a count of 3-0. That's a great start for Arthur Jones, too, to get a good feel on this court, and he was deep out there in the corner. Noah Alford with the basketball dribbles baseline right, goes up for the shot, blocked from behind by Rasan Johnson. Good collapsing help defense there by Mishawaka, and a foul on... The caveman defensively, that will be on Rasan Johnson. His first, team's first, game's first, as we're just underway at 7-14 first quarter. Speaking of the officials, we have Brian Allen, Ronald Day, and Tim Smith, a long, long-time basketball official in the state of Indiana. And the first Alfred free throw is up and good to put Goshen on the board and make this a 3-1 ball game. 
thought it was intriguing in the pregame uh, notes that the last 42 meetings between these two teams in boys high school basketball, and obviously only the third year in the Northern Oaks Conference. They've played for a long, long time, local rivals. And at one time, a long time ago, Goshen was in the Northern Indiana Conference. But in the last 42 boys basketball meetings, 21-21, it's an even-steven split. Out center floor now, Jackson Snyder against that zone. Goshen defense. Jackson dribbles into the teeth of it, out top side to Tommy. Herringer hands back to Snyder, left side to Rasan. Rasan looks for the shot fake and now goes back top side to Jackson. Jackson dribbles to the right wing, gives it up to Rasan. He'll dribble through a screen, stops, fakes the pull up, dumps it inside to Cooper Pritchett, but it's intercepted there by Waddell. Waddell on the steal, hands it up the floor to Deacon Hill. Hill crashes to the top of the circle, waits and then hands it off here near side to Bechtel. Quinn Bechtel with the basketball, looking left, he'll dribble that way with the left hand. Hands it off now to Alford. Alford at 6.35 first quarter, and the Red Hawks with the basketball trailing by two. Just underway here, right block, Wolford back to the basket. Waddell turns, hook shot it in, actually it was Eldridge, my correction. Eldridge with the back to the basket hook shot, and it is a 3-3 tie. Nice little jump hook. Tommy got to push him out on the floor a little bit more, not letting him catch on the sweet spot. Rasan will play the point now against the 2-3 zone. That's kind of rotating around from side to side and splitting that defense is Rasan Johnson with a dribble drive and pull-up jumper from 12 feet away, and it makes it a 5-3 caveman lead. That's a nice job of attacking the gap by Rasan. You know, I'm looking at Rasan to be a, a big player in this game tonight. Bechtel with a little lob pass to the far right side. Intercepted, stolen away by Jackson Snyder. He will go two on one and taking himself on the steal and scoring two for him. It will make it a 7-3 caveman lead. The advantage for uh, Mishawaka in this game is their guard play uh, over the guard play for uh, uh, Goshen. Quinn Bechtel picked up belly-to-belly -belly defensively by Arthur Jones. Jump pass to the circle. Hill, little skip pass right wing to Waddell. He'll try to dribble, penetrate right under the basket. Picked up nicely on defense by Cooper Pritchett. Now to the right wing. Waddell dumps it underneath to Eldridge. Back to the basket, turning, faking left, going right to the baseline, and then a collapse help there by Cooper Pritchett. Cooper. Did, did you hear that? Uh, my crowd mic just went flying. And now I have some assistance from downstairs with that. There we go. It, let's just say the duct tape didn't work very well. It should have been gorilla tape, Yeah, man. it should have been something, yes. <laughs> All right, so the inbounds Goshen as we retrieve the crowd mic. Top of the circle now, it is Hill. Goes to the top against Jackson Snyder. Picks up his dribble. Goes out right wing, now to Alford. 7-3, caveman at the five-minute mark. And a steal there on the right side. Pick pocket by Arthur Jones. He'll take it coast to coast. And a nice left-handed layup is in. Caveman steal and score with back-to-back -back buckets. And it's 9-3 Mishawaka. That was a great switch by Arthur to attack the ball handler, Wortham. And uh, just picked him and went down and, and scored an easy layup. And that's where Mishawaka has the advantage in this game. Hill dribble drives, turns, spins, and gets his defender isolated there. And a good move by Deacon Hill. Scores at home. And a timeout taken by the Goshen Redhawks. So 4.35 to go first quarter. Goshen with the timeout. We'll do the same with 30-second break. Cavemen lead 9-5. Back after this on 96. So after the 30-second timeout, taken by Goshen coach Michael Wolford and the Redhawks, Cavemen basketball. Goshen going to match it up in a little man-to-man -man as they switch out of the zone in the paint. Johnson feeds inside to Tommy, back outside to Pritchett on the right wing, and Mishawaka will reset it at the 4.15 mark here in this first quarter. 
Cooper, dribble drive, puts on the brakes to the free throw circle, outlet to Herringer, he'll try the three, up no, Cooper with the offensive board, dishes back out to Tommy, running jumper, put up no, misses it off the left side, and the rebound down to Goshen. Quinn Bechtel on the push. He'll bring it to the forecourt. Four minutes to go in the first quarter. 9-5, Caveman. Dribble drive. Bechtel gets his man to the air. Turnaround jumper. Kisses it off the window. Very nice move by the Goshen senior. Nice take by Bechtel. Nice move by Mike Wolford to go man-to-man against uh, uh, the Caveman here. Deep foul on extension left side. Arthur steps left, steps right, steps back, and fires a three. Off balance, no. Rebound miss. And the Board down to Goshen. Gage Worthman, who's checked in during the timeout, gets the rebound, and now Goshen will set their offense. Eldridge deep to the left point, loosely defended in a man-to-man by Tommy. Now center floor. They'll swing it right side to Bechtel. Red Hawks down by two. 3.15 to go here in the period. And a little jump pass deflected off of Eldridge's hands. He tries to save it. Stolen away by Jackson Snyder. He'll take it court length, coast to coast. Gets it up off the glass. And the ball literally as a soft touch as can be. Gets it on the back iron, and the ball just laid stationary there. So guess what? The alternate possession error will rule and give it to the Red Hawks. Well, what a tough break for wow. Jackson Snyder. Wow. Great defensive play by, by Jax. Uh, just didn't use enough of the backboard. So Full court pressure by Mishawaka, rightly so, to try and harass these guards of Goshen. Back to three minutes. We'll bring it across the equator. Dribbles to the left point. Puts on the brakes, and now a double team. That'll reach in foul on the caveman, and I believe Arthur Jones, the guilty party. Mishawaka kind of ran at Bechtel uh, uh, with the defensive forward and tried to trap him a little bit, and Arthur just got a little bit too close. Jones's first, team second. Goshen yet to have been whistled against, uh, or for a foul rather, here in this first quarter. Baseline pass underneath to Wortham, steps back, fires a fadeaway 15-footer, no good. Rebound, Mishawaka, Jackson Snyder. Speaking of free throws, with basically no time on the clock, that's how Goshen won the JV game, 52-50, in a really tough call against Mishawaka at the end, now underneath the baseline, going up for the shot against a much, much taller opponent. Cooper Pritchett had his shot rejected by Ryan Eldridge, but possession as the ball went out of bounds will stay with the caveman. Eldridge just went out of the game at 6-7, and Leighton... Leighton Waddell at 6-7 just came back in. Inbounds. Caveman will inbound it and force it underneath to Arthur Jones, who gets called for a traveling violation, much to Arthur's dismay. And that will bring Coach Bodie Bender off the caveman bench. Arthur tried Not to happy. Arthur tried to throw it off the back of the defender. Arthur was taking it out of bounds. And as he got the ball back, he traveled. Bechtel on the wing right side, steps it out, gives to Hill, launches three, misses three, rebound, Tommy Herringer, for the caveman, outlets to Arthur, far sideline to Rasan, into the caveman forecourt, now 2-10 to go in our first quarter, Mishawaka leading 9-7, Rasan back to the basket, turns out right wing, gives to Cooper, drives inside, pulls back, fades, fires, misses, rebounded by Gosham, Wortham with the board, outlets to Bechtel, almost pulled away by Arthur Jones, but a good move by Quinn Bechtel, saved the possession, now Bechtel, deep left wing, picks up his dribble. Hands off center floor to Waddell. Now to Bechtel, he'll dribble drive. Scoop layup is good. Good power board, or power move rather, by Quinn Bechtel. And it's a 9-9 knot here with 1.40 to go in our first quarter. Dribble drive, Rasan goes right to left with a scoop-handed layup. No good, rebound by Wortham and Goshen. Here come the Red Hawks. It is Hill, deep left side. Gives a little dribble drive to the left point area. 
Tries to nudge off of Cooper Pritchett. Nothing there. Back out right wing. Gives it away. Three ball worth him. Rattles it in and out. No good. You might have heard the oohs and ahs from the fans in the stands here at Goshen. On that near miss, we've had a couple rattlers off the rim. And then Jackson Snyder's stuck on the rim like there was gum up there to hold the ball in place. Right side, Jackson pounds it on the baseline right to Rasan. Turning, spinning, leans in, fires off the window, way off the mark, but he was hacked and fouled in the process. 61 seconds to go in the period, and a 9-9 tie. Rasan Johnson will go to the free throw line. That's a nice job of Rasan posting up. He's really strong down on the block. He's got a great left hand, so he can go either way. The unfortunate thing is he's only shooting 50% from the free throw line. And, and misses this one badly. I did not jinx him because that's kind of where he's at. Shooting 40% from the three-point line. If you move him back a little bit, maybe maybe he'll make his free throws a little better. Hey, fans, Kevin Drazier of the team at BSN Sports are proud to supply team apparel from several area high schools, including York Cavemen, as the second free throw is good by Rasan Johnson, his third point, and Mishawaka leads by one. Tonight's uniform description sponsored by Kevin Drazier and the team at BSN Sports. Came in in their travel maroons tonight. Good-looking Under Armour Uni with the uh, maroon shorts and tops. And now a bounce pass at the top of the key. Stolen by Cooper Pritchett. And that's as easy as a layup as you're going to see. Stealing score. About the third transition stealing score for the K-Men here in this first quarter. That's the fourth turnover by Goshen. Just a lazy pass. And uh, the Goshen offensive player never came to meet the pass. 12-9 K-Men in the paint area. Hill down on the block. Gets it inside to Worthman. Shot up no and a foul. The foul's on Cooper Pritchett for boxing out a little hard. I thought it was a great box out, actually. So that's the third team foul on Mishawaka with 27 seconds left here in the first quarter. Inbounds. Little lob into the paint. Grabbed by Eldridge. Turns, spins, jumps, shoots, misses. Rebound Tommy. Herringer outlets to Rasson. He'll take it courtly. Drives to the right side. Goes up against a triple team of defenders. Had a great angle, but just couldn't get the shot to fall. And he'll go back to the free throw line. So 19 seconds to go here in period number one. Kind of a quiet crowd. A little bit of a hush. Well, not much, here at the Maple I mean, not City. much action. Uh, Goshen has had uh, uh, maybe like seven or eight good looks and, and haven't knocked them in, which would have got the crowd into a little bit better. Free throw by Rasan rattles around and softly up and in. So Rasan hits two in a row. Substitutions. We'll see Ace Troyer sub in. He will check in for Cooper Pritchett working with two fouls. Yeah, that'll be tough for Mishawaka to overcome that now because with Brady being out, the other inside player, so they're going to have to get some minutes out of Ace here. Second free throw, Rasan hits them both. Nice with job, With a soft touch, needed those. He's got his fifth point, and it's 14-9. Cayman by five with 14 seconds, first period. Bechtel dribbles in the forecourt against Maddox Shohi. He was subbed in on the last dead ball. Deep left side, Hershberger. Tries to dribble, penetrate. Hill, top side, gives it up. Worthman from three will bank it in. Wow, right off the square, and then a 40-footer off the right side, just off the mark by Jackson Snyder, and we go to the quarter break. Big three there by Worthman makes this a two-point game after one. Our score from Maple City of Goshen, Mishawaka 14. The Goshen Redhawks 12. You're in two with Mishawaka K-Man basketball on 96-1 the top. We turn the page to quarter number two along with the former caveman coach himself, Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. Mishawaka by two after one. 
the alternate position there are two Mishawak. They'll work it on the right side with Jackson Snyder. The Troyer duo, Jack with the basketball, also ace out there, Tommy Herringer and Maddox Yohe. Kind of an interesting combination. Not the full-fledged new lineup here in period two. Jackson Snyder dribble penetrates, outlets right baseline. Good move by Jackson, or rather by Maddox Yohe on the Jackson Snyder feed, and he's hacked and fouled. Heck, your thoughts on the uh, first eight-plus minutes? You know, I think the uh, game turned a little bit on the four turnovers that Mishawaka caused. Uh, they had maybe three run-out baskets. Now I look for the uh, the intensity in the second quarter to pick up a little bit. Maddox makes his first free throw. And um, so, so so we'll see if Goshen can, can knock some shots down. They had some great looks. They're one for th Both teams are one for three from the three-point line. Yohe, who hit the first free throw, hits this one too hard off the back iron. And the miss and the rebound down to Goshen. They'll bring it into the forecourt now. Aiden Ebright-Zair works it out left side. Now dribble drive. Alfred fakes, shoots up. No, blocked by Jack Troyer. Rebound Jack Troyer. And Troyer comes out of the pile with it. Outlets up the floor to the forecourt. Snyder inside post up. All along turnaround jumper. Good by Ace Troyer. Good awareness and a pass there by Jackson Snyder. And Ace has his first two. Great hands by Ace to make that catch, and then the awareness just to drop that step and knock it in. 17-12, Mishawaka. We're a minute into this second period now. Deacon Hill. Dribble penetrates on Maddox Yohe. Picks up his dribble. Flips it back. Gives to Hershberger. Fadeaway jumper up. No. Rebound put up and in, though. Nobody checked Worthman off the glass, and he was there for an easy, uncontested offensive rebound put back. 17-14 now. Came in by three with possession now. Goshen sticking after an early zone, sticking with the man-to-man. -man. Topside Jackson Snyder. Dribble penetrates, hands to Tommy. Dribbles jump to the top side. He'll jump at left corner. Jack Troyer, three ball up, three ball no good. Rebound chased down by both Tommy Herringer and Goshen's aiding Ebright Zair. And Ebright Zair came up with the ball last, but on the tie-up, the possession arrow gives it to Goshen. I like Mishawaka pressuring uh, full court in this game a little bit. I don't think Goshen's guards want to handle the ball uh, against pressure. And at that time, Mishawaka picked him up at half court. Deacon Hill, right side offered. Bounce pass down in the post. Intended there for Eldridge, and his ball knocked away from behind by Maddox Yohe. Good defense and help there by the cavemen. That's a nice job from by Maddox coming from the back side and playing help side defense. 6-0-8 here in the first half. 17-14 Mishawaka. Their JV tonight lost a heartbreaker with a couple of free throws in the closing seconds to lose 52-50. Baseline running jumper left side put up no good by Deacon Hill. And the rebound down to the caveman. Up the floor, Yohe. Now left point into the forecourt goes to Jackson Snyder. Top of the circle. Maddox looks left, goes that way to Jackson. Post feed into Ace Troyer, and he had the angle, and then as he tried to kind of switch his body position, bobbled the basketball and dribbled it out of bounds. Ace had the, the, the size advantage in the post as Noah uh, Elford at 5'9 uh, was guarding Ace. He just didn't catch the basketball. Caveman substitution. Six-foot junior Anthony Nelson will get his first look. Meanwhile, four substitutes for Goshen. Nate Pinarski is one of those who subs in. Quinn Bechtel returns to the lineup, as does Will Hirschberger and Leighton Waddell. Center floor now, Hill. Back to the right side. Bechtel through a screen. Dribbles, turns, spins, jumps it out center floor. Finds Deacon Hill at 5.33 till halftime. 17-14. Mishawaka with the lead here on the road. Pinarski. 
Right side to Hill all alone. Long NBA three. No good. Good check off for the rebound by Nelson. Anthony hands off to Tommy. Tommy playing the point now. Dribbles down the middle of the lane. Turns, spins, tries to lean in for the shot, and Bechtel picked his pocket. Quinn Bechtel, left corner, into the forecourt, now to Podarski. Podarski hands to Bechtel, turning, spinning, in on Jack Troyer. Hands it away now to Waddell. Waddell center floor, back to Podarski. And at five minutes to go till halftime, Goshen resets their offense. Left of the lane, Waddell. Turns, spins, back to the bucket now, jump pass in the corner, catch and shoot by the southpaw. Hershberger, he nails it. Will Hershberger, 6-1 senior off the bench with a tray to knock this game at 17-17. Mr. Walker got caught, help side heavy, and didn't close out on the skip. Hershberger had a great look. Sorry, Heck, Troyer center floor back to Maddox-Johe. 4-30, four and a half minutes to play here in the first half. Mishawaka looking for their 15th win and their 12th in a row here against the 76 Goshen Redhawks. Tommy, baseline left, goes up for the shot. Waddell blocks it. Loose ball under the basket. And Tommy Herringer lost it out of bounds. And Tommy really animated, asking for the hacking foul. This is the longest time that Tommy has played in a game now. Uh, I mean, he's been in the entire first half. And, you know, that's the first time I've seen a little fatigue. He didn't have any lift in his legs on that. Jump pass to the baseline. Now underneath left side, Hill. Reverse skip pass to Bechtel. Dribbles, drives, slices, now hands away. Hershberger running jumper put up no. And the rebound to the caveman. Herringer collects the rebound. And at four minutes to go in the half, we're knotted still at 17. Maddox dribbles, leans, fades, fires, misses. Rebound tapped up. Loose ball on the floor. One hop to Podarski. Podarski on the push. Brings it to Hill. Long left side. Three. He'll nail it. Deacon Hill with a running pull-up three-pointer. Looks like Reggie Miller back in the Market Square Arena days. And it's 2017 Goshen on the home floor. Being a very rude host to the K-Men as they lead it by three. Deacon Hill can really shoot. And he's had he's had three good looks at the three. And knock, and knock one of them in. Yoe back outside, deep right wing to Nelson. Anthony dribbles once, a little float pass out center floor. Redskin, or try Red Hawk fans rather, trying to make some noise. Jack Troyer, bouncer to the top to Herringer, and off the ball, a holding foul defensively on Goshen's Quinn Bechtel. Both teams in pretty good shape on, on, the, foul, on the foul numbers here. That's Goshen's fourth team foul, with Mishawaka having three team fouls. Substitution, no, I thought we were going to have a sub come in for the Hawks. Instead, inbounds Mishawaka. Long floating pass by Anthony Nelson to the caveman backcourt. Cavemen are going from north to south and or from left to right as we describe it. Now center floor, a little shake and make move by Jack Troyer. Looks to the right, goes to the right to his brother Ace. Topside Jack at 250 here in the first half. Goes back, foul on extension left side of Maddox. Yohe with the basketball against Quinn Bechtel. Pulls up his dribble now. Bounce pass left of the lane. Tommy fakes, turns, spins, fades, fires, and gets it off the rim. No good. Quinn Bechtel with the rebound for Goshen. They lead by three. Bechtel, top of the circle. Back out to Deacon Hill. Hit a three from there just a moment ago. Back left side. All alone. Three ball up. Hershberger misses. No good. Nobody for Goshen around the basket. Easy rebound for Tommy Herringer. Up the floor to Jack Troyer. Troyer back out center floor now to Maddox. Yohe with the basketball. Waits for things to clear. Goes out center four to Nelson. 2-13 remaining in this first half. Skip pass into the left corner. Finds Maddox Yohe. Back out center four to Anthony Nelson. 
You see Arthur Jones and Rasan Johnson at the scores table to check in. Topside runner, three ball launch, missed by Anthony Nelson. Rebound by Goshen, but stolen away by Ace Troyer, but he can't get the little mini jumper to go down. And the rebound now down to the Red Hawks. It's been a while since we've seen Arthur Jones in this game. And, uh, I mean, I think he scored the first five points for the Cavemen. Center floor now. Bechtel in and off the ball. We have a whistle to foul, and we have an illegal screen set by Goshen. And it's going to be on number 40, Leighton Waddell. That's the fifth turnover for Goshen. Mishwaka has three. Uh, neither, I mean, both teams have gotten pretty clean looks. Neither team shooting the ball very well. Let's see if Arthur can, can break this defense down and get a couple scores in the paint. He will sub in along with Rasan Johnson, who wants the basketball on the left baseline. Dribble drives, kicks it out to Nelson. Three balls short off the side of the rim. No good, and the rebound down to Gosham. Collected there by Worthman. Worthman waits for things to clear. Now goes to Alford. Alford, who just subbed in during that last dead ball. Actually, Goshen brought three fresh bodies into the lineup. Now right side, Worthman takes the spin move. Back outside to Hill now. Hill with the basketball. A little shake and bake move on his defender, Nelson. Nothing happening. Top side, they'll work it Hirschberger's way. Now to Worthman. Back out center floor to Eldridge. At 1.06 to play. Hill somehow freed away from Rasan Johnson, then dribbles and throws up almost an uncontested three because Rasan Johnson had fell down. Rashawn, 23-17, Goshen by six. Rashawn went for the steal and missed the steal, which then opened up a clean look for uh, Deacon Hill, who, who, like I said earlier, is a really, really good shooter. Rasan Johnson, deep left point now, as Goshen will switch things up on the defense just to moment or two, 35 seconds. Cavemen down by a half dozen with their possession. They've only scored three points this entire second quarter. Hassan looked like maybe he was going to try an NBA three instead of 22 seconds. And my hunch is the Cavemen will go for a final shot here in the half. Red Hawks looking for the NLC upset of Mishawaka, who's a front runner tied with Northwood. 10 seconds. Rasan bobble the dribble. Double team now. Picks up the dribble. Bounce pass leads Arthur. He'll float to the lane. Put it up no good. And Arthur Jones called for the player control foul. He tried to slice in between a couple defenders and just could not fit between them. That's a great play by Goshen to uh, I mean, stop that lane. But that's a tough play for Mishawaka now as Arthur picks up his second foul. So Arthur Jones picking up the foul. Meanwhile, Mishawaka will bring Jackson Snyder back into the lineup. He'll sub in for Anthony Nelson. Backcourt inbounds at two seconds. Turning, spinning, half-court runner, put up no good. A travel called at the horn by Deacon Hill, and we go to halftime. After an interesting offensive start in the first quarter, a defensive struggle in period number two. Goshen holding Mishawaka just to three points in the period, and they lead. Goshen does at the break. Red Hawks 23, Cavemen 17. You're in two with Mishawaka Cavemen basketball. Stay tuned. Our halftime report from the School City of Mishawaka's Mishawaka Education Foundation is coming up next. We will check scoring and statistics. And Matt Embry is standing by in moments with an update. Lots of area high school basketball going on on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard. All that and much, much more coming up on our halftime report from the Mishawaka Education Foundation. Here again at the break, 14-2 Mishawaka. Trails 7-6 Goshen at halftime, 
23-17 our score. Back with our halftime report after this on 96 won the ton. And welcome back. The halftime report continues here from 96 won the ton. Mishawaki K-Man basketball powered by Midland Engineering Company here at the break. It is visiting Mishawaka. The Cavemen, winners of an 11 in a row and a 14-2 record. And most importantly, as we look at business tonight, a 4-0 record in the Northern Lakes Conference tied with Northwood. The Panthers, as we heard in our U.S. Sidecrafters scoreboard update, led Warsaw going to the third quarter by a count of 27-19. Here, I'm sure this score is raising a few eyebrows uh, down in Tiger Town and all around the Northern Lakes Conference. As at the break, Goshen held Mishawaka to three points in period number two and leads the Cavemen 23-17. The Cavemen led 14-12 at the end of the first quarter, but certainly a whole different story in period number two. Coach Heklinski, what did you see? Certainly a much slower, slower tempo. Well, I don't think there's any question that, that Mishawaka wants to play at a quicker tempo, and uh, I think the game has swung a little bit because uh, early in the game, Mishawaka turned Goshen over a little bit and got some run-out baskets. In the second quarter, they didn't turn uh, Goshen over very much. Uh, Goshen made three threes in the second quarter. Uh, Deacon Hill got on track a little bit with a couple deep ones, and Will, and Will Hershberger comes in and knocks in a three. So uh, Goshen's four for eight from the three-point line. Uh, which, I mean, basically has extended their lead. Mishawaka's one for six from the three-point line. Mishawaka shooting 25% for the first half. Goshen shooting 38%. Mishawaka four for six from the charity stripe at 66%. Goshen one for two at 50%. Mishawaka's got four turnovers, and uh, Goshen's turned it over six times. On those six turnovers, Mishawaka got three run-out baskets. So that's a big part in this game. Uh, Goshen is doing a really good job of not really sending a lot of a lot of rebounders to the offensive glass, but concentrating on getting back. And I look for Mishawaka really to come out and push the pace of this second half and, and get themselves going a little bit. Arthur Jones sat out about maybe a quarter and a half, uh, probably about a quarter and a half in the first half. So, so he'll be ready to go in this second half. Thoughts from Coach Ron Heklinski as Mishawaka on the road trails Goshen at the break, 23-17. Individual scoring totals, first for the Redhawks, one point for Noah Alford, two for Ryan Eldridge, three for Will Hershberger, four for Quinn Bechtel, five for Gage Worthman, and eight points for Deacon Hill. Hill with two long-range NBA threes. Those came in the second period and one first quarter two-point basket. Mishawaka scoring for the Cavemen. Two for Jackson Snyder. Two for Cooper Pritchett. One point for Maddox Yohe. Two for Ace Troyer. Five points for Arthur Jones. All those came early with a three-pointer to start the game and a two-point field goal. And five points for Rasan Johnson. His points also came in first period action when he hit a basket in three of four at the free throw line. Elsewhere for the Cavemen, Jack Troyer Arthur Jones, or check that, Jack Troyer, Anthony Nelson, and Tommy Herringer have played but not yet scored. Mishawaka here, 14-2, winners of 11 in a row, averaging 62 points per game offensively while giving up just 51 points per game defensively. Goshen, while they're right near 500 at 7-6 and six overall, they give up and they score 
50 and 50. 50 points each way offensively and defensively. Coach Mishawaki gets the ball to start this third quarter. What are your thoughts? Tommy's got to get going a little bit. He's averaging almost 11 points a game, and he doesn't have a bucket in this game. I thought he forced a couple early, but they got to, I mean, they got to look to go to him, and Arthur's got to establish himself a little bit. We turn the page to quarter number two. Our halftime report brought to you by the Mishawaka Education Foundation and topside against that Goshen zone, how they started the game with. They will go with Arthur Jones, Tommy Herringer, Cooper Pritchett, who gets a feed from the point and bounce pass perfecto. Cooper, turnaround jumper good, and it's 23-19. Caveman pull it within four. Yeah, I didn't like that start by Goshen. I don't know why they went back to the zone. They were playing Mishawaka really well, man-to-man. Maybe they were just trying to confuse Mishawaka on their first possession. Top side is Eldridge. little flip pass behind him to Quinn Bechtel. Leans in, fakes the three. Outside, left side to Hill. Now on the block. Left side, Eldridge. Spins, turns inside, gets a elbow around and a little angle in on Tommy. His running layup is missed in the rebound, Mishawaka. Came in up the floor with Arthur. Top side, Jackson Snyder to Herringer. Launches three, misses three. Rebounded Gosham. Waddell clears the glass. We're a minute into the third quarter, and the Hawks on their home floor. Red Hawks lead 23-19. Center floor now, Alford. Bounce pass on the left block. Goes on the baseline. That is Deacon Hill, who leads all scores with eight first-half points. Hill left point to Bechtel. Into the left corner now. They'll swing it to Alford. Post feed to Eldridge. Fakes the outlet. Turns, spins, leans in. And a good strong move with a little finesse at the end by Ryan Eldridge. He's got four. And it's 25-19. Hawks back by six. Mishawaka not committing any help to Eldridge. The 6-7 post player had a one-on-one down there with Tommy and just finished. Center floor now Arthur Jones. Post feed to Herringer. Back out left point. Goes to Jackson Snyder. Now center floor. Jones to Johnson. Top side back, Rasan goes to Arthur. 6-0-8, third quarter. Caveman really uh, having some trouble dissecting through this zone defense. Pritchett on the baseline, hands it off to Arthur. Three ball up, air ball badly missed, too strong. Rebounded though by the Caveman. Rasan dribbles, drives, leans into Eldridge and draws a foul. That's a nice job by Rasan Johnson to track that, that uh, air ball three down by Arthur and uh, take it to the rack. Now, Rashawn is shooting 50% from the free throw line. He's having an exceptional night so far tonight. He's three for four. So let's hope we didn't put the jinxaroo on him and he knocks these in. Caveman is a team, a 65% free throw shooting team. That has trended up over the last six or eight games. And this free throw off the side of the rim and off the back glass, no good. Substitution for Goshen. You will see Gage Worthman, the 6'3 junior, had five points off the bench in the first half. He averages 11 per contest. He's the leading scorer for the Hawks. He checks in in the second free throw. Rasan Johnson finds the bottom of that for a six-point. It's 25-20 Goshen. That's a big free throw right there because it allows Bishop Walker to put a little ball pressure on with Arthur Jones. Quinn Bechtel bounce pass into the forecourt now to Ryan Eldridge. Eldridge back right wing to Bechtel. Bechtel at 540 third period. Now he and Eldridge will play catch on the right side. Eldridge with his back now spinning to the front of the basket. Picked up by Tommy Herringer. Deep left point now Hill. Fakes it left. Goes out right. Way outside the arc is Alford. Reverse skip pass rather to Bechtel. Dribble drive. Fade away. Pop up jumper's good. Nice move by Quinn Bechtel. He's got six. And it's 27-20. Goshen with their largest lead at seven. Center floor now. Rasan hands it off to Arthur Jones. 
Jones, center floor, back to Rasan. Fakes, dribbles, drives, leans in, put it up and in. Good first step move, got him by his defender, Rasan Johnson with a field goal, and he will get the bump and bucket and a free throw upcoming. I had a feeling that with Brady Fisher out of this game, that Rashawn Johnson would, would try and take over a little bit. He's talented enough, he's quick, he's got a little bit of length, and he can finish both ways. So uh, he's looking for his fifth point or sixth point in this half already. Rashawn, who had five at the break, hits the free throw. For the old-fashioned three-point play, his fourth point here in this third quarter. Into the forecourt, Deacon Hill. Dribbles picked up now by Tommy Herringer. Little switch off defensively there. Alford back out center floor. Finds Worth winning off the ball. We have an offensive player control foul. An illegal screen set on one of the Red Hawks out center floor. And that'll give it back to Mishawaka. Break for the Caveman. At 451 third quarter. Caveman trail 27-23. That last foul against Ryan Eldridge for the Red Hawks. And guess what? That is his third. So while the Hawks don't have many fouls overall, they have three here in this third quarter and three against Ryan Eldridge. All those not in this second half, but still, that's a big stat. Now fading fire, missed by Arthur Jones just inside the two-point or the three-point line, and the rebound like a hockey faceoff caroms around, and the loose ball comes out to Alfred. Here come the Red Hawks into the forecourt. Bechtel top side now at 4:28 in the half. Alfred goes left point, finds Worthman. Dribbles, drives, fakes the lean in, turn around, reverse skip pass out to Bechtel. Ball knocked away, stolen by Jackson Snyder, dove on by Quinn Bechtel, and then Jackson Snyder re jumps on the ball and called the alternate possession arrow. The arrow on the scores table will tell us Mishawaka basketball. That's, that's a great effort by Jackson Snyder. That ball was tipped a little bit, heading towards the backcourt. And Jackson and Bechtel, both high school football players, by the way. Uh, I mean, we're on that ball like a fumble. Timeout by Goshen with 4:14, and uh, Goshen stagnated a little bit now at 27 to 23. Looks like Mishawaka's getting after it. So the Goshen timeout. Head coach Michael Wolford and the Red Hawks will gather the troops, leading by a count of 27-23. We're back after this timeout on 96-1. The time. Along with the former K-Med coach Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. A couple of updates for you on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard. Couple of finals, Mishawaka Marion. They put a thumpet on South of Washington, in particular in the second half. They led by three at the break. They win by 20, 69-49. While John Glenn, a 10-point winner home against Adams. It was the Falcons over the Eagles in the bird fight, 57-47. After the timeout, Redhawks will work it into the paint and then back out left side. Hill misses a tray rebound on the weak side. Worthman puts it back up no, and the rebound to the caveman. Mishawaka came out in a 1-3-1 look there. And a traveling violation as the K-Men work it down on the left side. And I think Cooper Pritchard, who received the bounce pass, the bounce pass rather, from Arthur Jones, called for the walking violation. So a K-Men turnover at 352 third quarter. K-Men trail by a count of 27-23. Cooper was looking to take a rare uh, outside shot there. Just kind of didn't have his feet set. Uh, foul on extension left side. Panarski. Dribble penetrates, nothing there. Goes to Quinn Bechtel. Tries to dribble inside against the defense of Rasan Johnson. Instead, center floor to Worthman. Worthman on the block. Looks for help. Turns, goes for the shot. Hands to Bechtel. Shot is blocked. Rebounded by Goshen, though. Good inside defense by the caveman. 
Alfred with the basketball goes to Panarski. Reverse skip pass left corner. Three. Worthman rattles it in and out. No good. That would have been a huge, huge Red Hawk three. But the miss and the rebound down to Arthur Jones. 3-10 third quarter came in. Need to get a spurt going here as they trail on the road to the 7-6 Red Hawks. Arthur, little shake, little bake, little dribble drive, little reverse scoop layup, up, no, rebound, tapped around and controlled by Goshen. Outlet Bechtel gives it up the floor to Podarski. Podarski races forecourt, jumps it out to Hill. Hill picked up defensively. They'll go left corner with a swing pass to Alford, launching the tray, missing the tray. Rebound Tommy Herringer. 2.40 to go third quarter. Still a 27-23 Goshen lead. Center floor now, Arthur Jones with it. Mishawaka got to find this mismatch. Uh, uh, Panarski at 5-9 is playing against Cooper Pritchett. And a good post-up move on an inside feed to Tommy Herringer, who will work hard on the inside to get his first points of the night. 27-25, Cayman cut it to two. Center floor, Bechtel finds Hill, Hashmark right side. Picked up at the Cayman man-to-man by Johnson. Center floor, Alford. Looks left, goes left to Bechtel. Now to Podarski. Center floor, they'll swing it. Workman from three, launching, firing, missing. Rebound on the weak side to Tommy. And it's two minutes third quarter. Cavemen can tie it or take the lead here. Goshen 0 for 4 from 3 in this period, and they've, they've had some clean looks. Jackson Snyder reached in and pushed defensively by Noah Alford. That was about as obvious as a pushing foul in man-to-man, one-on-one defense out in the middle of the floor as I've seen in a long time. Noah Alford's first foul, team's fourth of the half. Mishawaka yet to be whistled for a second half foul, and we're at a minute 49, third period. Yeah, yeah, that's going to play big down the stretch here for Mishawaka. I'd get the ball to Rashawn Johnson, and I'll move the ball when it comes back to him, then I'll let Rashawn Johnson take it to the rack. Speaking of, Rashawn with the basketball tries a backdoor cut bounce pass to lead Arthur Jones, but Arthur zigged instead of zagged, and they were not in sync on that end. Turn it over. So minute 42, third quarter. Goshen with the two-point lead, 27-25, gets the basketball back. When you're going to run that back door, you got to cut out to about the three-point line and give yourself an angle to make that catch. Center floor, Podarski now. Top side, Hill. Feeds in the post to Eldridge. Back to the basket. Double-team help from Cooper Pritchett. Goshen floats it back out to Hill. Top side, dribble drive in the post. Underneath Eldridge, muscles it up against Pritchett up at him. Brian Eldridge is a load on the inside, and with six points, he puts his Goshen team back up by 4, 29-25. Center floor, Rasad Johnson tries to dribble penetrate. Cut off defensively there by Deacon Hill. Center floor, Arthur dribble penetrates into the lane. He's cut off defensively. Good help side. Now Rasan Hill dribble, float into the basket, put it up and in, but he was fouled well before the shot. And it'll be a common foul against Goshen. That's what the uh, cavemen need to do because of the foul situation here. Now four, five fouls with 56 seconds left in the third quarter. The fourth quarter should be just a foul line shooting contest for Mishawaka because Goshen cannot guard Mishawaka off the dribble. Inbounds, caveman to Rasad Johnson, little hook shot put up no good. Had a double team on his hip, but Still with a good shot, couldn't get it to fall. And the rebound to the Red Hawks quickly up the floor. They'll feed it in the post to Eldridge. Turnaround hook shot. Remy, no. Cooper Pritchett chases the rebound. Knocked it out forecourt, and it's picked up there by Jackson Snyder. Snyder up the floor to Jones. Arthur at 36 seconds, third quarter. Came in trail by four at 29-25. 
Man-to-man defense. Quinn Bechtel, the defender, right in front, eye-to-eye with Arthur Jones, 24 seconds. I'm Quinn Bechtel. I'm backing off a little bit here because Art's getting ready to blow by him. Arthur with the leg between the uh, dribble between the legs, rather. Now at 10, down to 9. Arthur will start the motor. He'll dribble in the lane. Stop, little pull-up running jumper. Rattles in and out, no good. Rebound tapped out. Chased down by Cooper Pritchett. Two seconds. Throws up a prayer, no good. Loose ball rebound, and we go to the quarter break. Cavemen come up empty in their last possession of period three, and they trail as we go to the fourth by four. Our score from Red Hawk country in Goshen in the Maple City. Red Hawks of Goshen leading your Mishawaki Cavemen 29-25. Fourth quarter play-by-play next. Your two with Mishawaki Cavemen basketball here on 96-1 the Talk. We turn the page to quarter number four along with former Cavemen coach Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. It has been a defensive struggle here for the Cavemen with host Goshen. And after three, it's 29-25 Redhawks and the alternate possession there to start this fourth period. Mishawaka needs a rally, trailing by four, 29-25. Jackson Snyder, deep right side to Cooper Pritchard, dribbles, drives, leans in with the left-handed hook shot, put it up no good, and the rebound after the miss, knocked out of bounds by Mishawaka. This is exactly how Goshen wants to play this game. They average 50, they give up 50, the score is right in their range at 29 to 25. Quickly into the forecourt, here come the Red Hawks. Now they'll set up their half-court offense with Eldridge. Coming out, holding the ball for just a moment. Now going right side to Worthman. On the block to Panarski. Inside cutter, running jumper, put up. No good by Worthman, rebound to Herringer. Outlets up the floor. Arthur shakes, bakes, dribbles, drives, running layup. No rebound. Cooper Pritchett cannot get the rebound to fall. Pritchett will throw the ball out as he's on his cedar. Out to Tommy, and Herringer nails a big three. That was a gift. Not from the shot. That was a gift on the saving of the possession. How Mishawaka held on to that ball, I have no idea. A minute into this fourth quarter, Cavemen pull within one, 29-28. Center four now, Podarski. Back out left side, finds Worthman. Worthman, little flip pass, little handoff, like a football quarterback to Quinn Bechtel, who has quarterbacks in football for the Red Hawk football program. Hill turns, spins, fades, fires. Off balance, miss, rebound. Jackson Snyder muscles it away from a Red Hawk defender. Now inside Jones to Pritchett, out to Jackson. Snyder, three ball up, no. Tommy Herringer chases down the rebound. Top of the circle to Rasan. back out to Arthur. Ball fakes, looks inside at 6-24th quarter and down by a point, the Cavemen with a very, very prized possession here. Rasan fakes, dribbles, running, scoop, layup is good! It's good! But Tim Scott's going to wipe out the basket. Saying that was in, or actually happened prior to the shot. Oh, I thought that was in the act of shooting, heck. Yeah, no, he, he took that ball hard with his left hand. Straight line drive, no help side could get there. He knocked it in. Tim Smith is going to say that it's not the NBA yet, son. You don't get that extra step. But I will tell you this much. So far in this fourth quarter, Mishawaka has uh, imposed its will, its quickness. They're getting second shots. They're saving possessions. And uh, they're, they're a point down with 6.13 left. Hey, fans, add some real crunch to your next party. Pick up a bag of Jay's Crunchers potato chips 
at your favorite local grocery store, Jay's Crunchers, and our friends at Carl's Distributing. Proud to be sponsors of high school sports on the radio for the Mishawaki Cavemen. 6.13 to play, 30-second timeout by Goshen. We will keep it right here to give you some score updates on the U.S. Sidecrafter School Board. Another final, this from the Northern Lakes Conference. Concord at home is defeating Wawasee. Miniman went over the Warriors 48-39 on the south side of South Bend. Penn takes care of business. The second-ranked Kingsman beat South Bend Riley 76-61. Earlier, you might have heard Elkhart defeated Jimtown 54-32. Glenn beat Adams by 10, and Marion blitzed Washington by 20. Here it's 29-28. Now baseline dribble drive. Tommy Herringer, jump pass right side to Jackson. Now outside of Cooper. Center floor, now Rasad dribbles left of the lane. Running jumper, put up, no good. They try to isolate him on the left side and his athleticism attempting to beat the defender to the hoop. Well, anytime Rasad Johnson gets the ball, if I'm Goshen, I'm loading up on the help side because he's, he's taking it to the rack right now. He's taking this game over a little bit for Mishawaka. And uh, Goshen didn't have anybody on the help side. They had nothing to do but foul him. So Rasan heads to the line here. Uh, he's, he's had three free throws um, in this second half so far. He's hit two out of three, so shooting the ball fairly well tonight. On the night, five of seven at the charity stripe. Nine yep. points overall, point over his per game average. We've still got six minutes to play, 5.59 to be exact here in regulation. Free throw by Rasan is up and it is good. Johnson, the six foot three junior starter. And with Brady Fisher out with a thumb injury, suffered Tuesday in the K-Band victory over the Fairfield Falcons. Certainly his role as a scorer becomes bigger and bigger. Rasan goes two for two. And guess what? Mishawaka has climbed back into the tie and now the lead at 30-29. And Arthur Jones called for a bumping foul as he tried to go across Quinn Bechtel and pick his pocket at the midcourt stripe. Mishawaka on a seven-zip run here now. Let's see if they can continue this with their defensive pressure. Goshen hadn't got a good shot here lately. Uh, and so from Goshen's standpoint, they want to move the ball and get a good look. Deacon Hill has not been a factor in this second half. Hill will jump it out right of the lane to Quinn Bechtel, defended there by Cooper Pritchett. Bounce pass on the block. Ball tapped. Loose ball chased and picked up, though, by the Red Hawks. They'll save the possession, trailing by one. Deep right side, Deacon Hill. Tries to dribble, penetrate on Rasan. Turns, spins, leans, throws up a prayer. It goes in and a foul. Deacon Hill's got a little length, but so does Rashawn Johnson. Deacon Hill got him in the air on an up and under move. Rashawn got into his, his body and uh, Hill threw it in. He's got a chance now for the old fashioned play. This is only their third free throw of the game. Rasan Johnson on that defensive foul has his second and the missed free throw rebounded by Ryan Eldridge but then as he lost his balance he stutter stepped and the underneath official called that walking violation so the cavemen get a break. Yeah I don't understand why why he didn't why Eldridge just didn't go right back up with the ball I don't think he knew how open he was. Caveman ball down 31-30 with 520 to play here in our fourth quarter right side Cooper Pritchett top of the circle to Arthur Jones against a Goshen man-to-man -man defense. Remember, they started the first half and the third quarter out in a zone, but it went back to the man-to-man -man D. Arthur fakes right, 
Goes left, turns, spins, leans in, throws up an off-balance runner, up no good. Loose ball rebound comes out and it's pulled away by Alford and the Redhawks. Up the floor and then Arthur with a frustration foul tries to reach around Alford and pick his pocket and called for the reach-in foul right in front of the scores table. A little frustration on the K-Man 5'9 senior right now. Yeah, he, he hadn't played well offensively, but he's got about uh, almost five minutes to get this turned on a little bit. Now the good thing for uh, for Mishawaka is it's got... Inside feed down on the block to Ryan Eldridge, who simply muscles in against Tommy Herringer. He's got about three, maybe four inches on Tommy. And it's now 33-30. Red Hawks back up by three. Rasan turns, spins, leans, and Willow scoop layup. Gets a little English as it literally rolls on the rim and spins in. That one crawled over the iron. And it's 33-32. Came in again within one. Could have been a foul there, too. 21, Deacon Hill defended by Rasan. Hill tries to post up boot through the elbow out, and then a running hook shot up and good. Hill led with the elbow, but no harm, no foul. And it's 35-32. Goshen. It looks like this could be Rashawn against Deacon Hill the rest of this game. Rassan, That's what he's setting up. Top side, little shake and bake, move with the dribble. Hands to Arthur. Arthur puts on the brakes, tries to dribble by Bechtel. Running scoop layup, no good. Forced the running jumper as he tried to slice through two defenders. And the rebound down to Goshen. Mishawaka with 3.52 to play here in the fourth. Right now getting in the danger zone. Down 35-32, and they're... Tie on first place of the NLC right now at Jeopardy. No, there's a lot of time left in this game, uh, Brian, and I, I think I, I think Mishawaka uh, on the offensive end has to calm down a little bit. Uh, Maddox Yoey's coming in right now, and uh, he's going to come in for Cooper to uh, add a little quickness on this defensive lineup right now. But that puts Maddox on on Wortham, and Wortham has a size advantage there. 35-32, Mishawaka trailing by three with a uh, 341 time showing on this scoreboard here at Goshen High School. Inbounds to Quinn Bechtel, picked up there by Brisson Johnson. Bechtel hands on the hash mark right side two. That is Hill, Deacon Hill. 330 to play. Hill, jump pass, right corner. Goes to Alford, center floor back to Hill. Hill picked up again by Johnson. Looks for the post feed. Nothing there. Back out to Alfred. Left of the lane. Now hands to Eldridge. Ball deflected. Eldridge saves it. Picks up the loose ball. Right in front of the Goshen bench. And then Quinn Bechtel with nobody behind. Sprints to the basket with a dribble. And lays it up and in for his eighth point. And it's a five-point Red Hawk lead. 37-32. Baseline left. Driving to the hole. Rasan And he's bumped and fouled. And he'll shoot a couple. As the clock... Trickles down to three minutes and two seconds remaining here in this fourth quarter. The Cavemen lost track of Bechtel on a little backdoor cut, and the help side wasn't there because Mishawaka is out denying everywhere. Bechtel got a straight-up layup, but now Rasan has a chance to negate that, and he makes his first free throw, shooting the ball just really, really well tonight. Last year's meeting, a blowout win for Ron Heklinski's Cavemen. On the same weekend a year ago at Mishawaka, 51-33. But in the last 42 meetings, these games have been even, Stephen, and the results have been even, Stephen. Free throw by Rasan is up and good as these teams have split the last 42 meetings, 21-21, and this one's going to go right down to the wire as well. After the second free throw by Rasan, timeout by Bodie Bender, and the Mishawaka came in. We'll do the same, 3:02 to play fourth quarter. Mishawaka trailing 37-34. We're back after this on 96-1 the time. 
Back here to Goshen High School with the timeout, Mishawaka, and for that matter, the Red Hawks all circled around their coaches. And speaking of coaches, Ron Heklitsky, what are your thoughts? As yeah, we... I don't. So I don't like this play right now by Goshen with three minutes and two seconds left. They take out Deacon Hill uh, and they put in uh, Nate Panarski, and I don't know why they did this, but uh, uh, Mishawaka is going to get a chance to press now. And unquestionably, your best guard, Deacon Hill, is out of the game. So I, I look for Mishawaka to really uh, feast on this, maybe get a steal and score. Backcourt inbounds. Here comes the press, a trapping press to Goshen. Now Bechtel will launch it over top to Hirschberger. And then the little flip pass to Alford, who had a running attempt at the basket, but then is immediately bumped and fouled by Maddox Yohe. That's the fifth foul on Mishawaka. And I, I don't, I don't know why Alford didn't continue to go to the basket, but I, I don't, I don't think the guards for Goshen are really aggressive, and I think the guards for Goshen are a little scared, to be honest with you. Inbounds to Panarski, who just subbed in again on this last dead ball, has the ball against Jackson Snyder. He'll dribble, penetrate with the left hand, picks up his dribble. Now will continue. Actually, thought he was going to pick up his dribble, but instead worked it out right side of Wortham. Wortham post feed, Bechtel spins, hands to Wortham, 15 footer swish. Wortham with his seventh point, and don't look now, it's a five-point Goshen lead. Two and a half minutes to play, and Arthur Jones called for the player control foul as he ran into the lane area. And right now, Tommy Herringer trying to calm down his fellow 12th grader. And just as I suspected, Deacon Hill is back in this game, and Panarski, who looked really shaky handling that ball, is out of the game. Backcourt now, Bechtel double-teamed. By the caveman, little flip pass up the floor, shy of the timeline to Wortham, and then his outlet pass back in the backcourt, stolen by Rasan, bounce pass under the basket to Maddox Johe. It was a slow rolling pass. Wasn't a real crisp give, and Goshen hurried back to knock it out of bounds. Otherwise, a crisp pass leads to an easy two for Maddox Johe. Caveman down with 2.17 to go by five. 39-34 in the basket, and another offensive player control foul as Rasan Johnson collided with an underneath defender, Deacon Hill, and knocked him over. I don't know how much theatrics there might have been on well, that. Well, that's a really, really smart play by Deacon Hill, and it's a one-and-one one for Goshen. Uh, I mean, Rashawn does put his arm out, does look to hook a little bit, and um, Deacon Hill made a smart play. Should be a one-and-one. One. It, it says seven fouls. Player control foul. Oh, though. my bad. So backcourt inbounds of the caveman deflected, intercepted. Arthur underneath to Rasan takes it hard to the glass up and in. Big steal and score by the caveman. Jones to Johnson and a 2-0-2 to play. It's 39-36. Goshen back in the backcourt. Way in the backcourt. Eldridge and that Mishawaka pressure really, really causing some stress for the Red Hawks will force Michael Wolford and the Red Hawks to burn a timeout. We'll do the same. 158 to play. Fourth quarter, don't you dare go away. Nailbiter Bruin here with a tie for first place on the line in the NLC. Our score with a minute 58 to go fourth quarter. Goshen 39, your caveman 36. We're back after this on 96 1 the Tuck. Back here to the Maple City of Goshen, along with Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller, 39 36. Crunch time here in this NLC clash. Yeah, so I, on this press breaker, Goshen is helping out Mishawaka immensely because all five of their offensive players 
are on the half-court side of the ball, which brings all five of Mishawaka players, I mean, able to trap. There's no spacing for Goshen. Uh, and Mishawaka's doing a nice job. 1-3-1 one, one, trap employed. This time the ball thrown up over top, and they'll work it inside of the basket into the Goshen forecourt and then back out in front of the Hawks bench to Deacon Hill, who on his D on his hip is the defensive Maddox Joey, and a five-second call called there on Hill and the Red Hawks. Wow. Wow. Goshen is giving Mishawaka every opportunity. Now, Let's see if the cavemen now can capitalize on this. They trail by three. Backcourt inbounds to Arthur Jones. Arthur walks it up the floor, 142 to play. Rasan, deep right wing area, tries to dribble penetrate, goes to the free throw circle, now continues to dribble, hands it off to Arthur. Arthur right side, goes to Tommy, turns, spins, little flip pass to Rasan. he'll dribble in the paint, turns, looking for that inside cutter, but Goshen has helped back defensively under the basket. Center floor, Jones, Steps out to Arthur. Arthur with the basketball, right side. He'll penetrate, puts on the brakes. Out to Tommy, three ball, Herringer, rimming no. Tapped up no, loose ball, chase ball by Jackson Snyder. A minute nine to play. Lots of time in a three-point ball game. Yohe on the block to Jackson. Back out to Rasan. one minute to play. 39-36, Goshen, Arthur, dribble penetrates. Yohe from three, got it! Riding down with a good dribble penetration by Arthur Jones. He kicks it to Maddox in the corner. Yo, he ties this game at 39. That's a big time three. Maddox has some great arch on that ball and a great kick to him. Wide open, knock it in, man. Worthman, left point, right point gives it up to Bechtel. Bechtel back out, will cut it to Worthman. Outside the arc, Eldridge on the wing, defended there belly to belly by Tommy Herringer. 26 seconds, we're knotted 39-39. Center floor, Deacon Hill, down at 20 seconds. Is Goshen gonna hold it for the last shot? It looks that way. Bechtel, center floor, Worthman, left corner. Alford, defended by Yohe, picks up the dribble, and Michael Wolford will burn a timeout. We will keep it right here with 9.1 seconds to go. 39-39 tie in tonight's game brought to you by Kevin Butts of First Midwest Mortgage. If you're in the market to buy, sell, or refinance your mortgage, call Kevin Butts at 287-1152. Coach, it's all yours. Yeah, if I'm Mission Walker, the only guy I'm letting touch this ball is uh, Noah Alford, number 10. He wants nothing to do with this basketball. And if, if Alford touches the ball, I'm denying everybody else on this court. And... Uh, and making Alford make a play. I don't I don't think that he can make a play right now. Uh, and if you're Goshen, if you're Goshen, you're going to take it maybe to six seconds, and then you're going to look to make a play, maybe draw a foul. Both teams are in the one and one. If you're Mishawaka, you just got to keep, you just got to keep players in front. Got to keep players in front, give no straight line drives, and on any shot that goes up, you got to block out, get a rebound, and, and uh, look to get a transition. Caveman trying to stay in the first place tie with Northwood because the Panthers have defeated Warsaw tonight down at the Tiger Den. The Panthers win impressively 53-36. Also Concord a winner over Wawasee in the NLC. 48-39 those scores on the U.S. Sidecrafters scoreboard. So 9.1 seconds after the timeout by Gosham. A 39-39 tie. Bechtel waiting for the inbounds in front of the scores table. Flips it into Hill at 8. Hill against Rasan, dribbles, penetrates, 
Little lean in, scoop layup, pan it off, and then it's tied up by the caveman into a jump ball, and possession will go Goshen. to the Redhawks with 1.6 seconds. And Bodie Bender will burn a Mishawaka timeout. We reenact that because Hill dribble penetrated the paint. He looked like he was either going to shovel pass or go up for the fake and the shot. And then as he went for that shovel pass, the ball was knocked on the floor, and it was like a hockey face-off among about five players. It was mass chaos. Well, Mishawaka was, was intent on not letting Hill get to the basket. Three or four players collapsed on Hill, and then he, and then he had nowhere to kick it out to. And, uh, I mean, a great defensive play by the cavemen to understand that the only thing that can hurt you in that, in that situation is the basketball. And Mishawaka reacted to the ball, forced a jump ball, now with 1.6, it's got to be some some little lob maybe at the rim. And, I, and I'm looking to understand why number 40, uh, Leighton Waddell at 6'7", is not in this game to maybe catch a little lob right at the rim. Well, we'll see as the teams take the floor. Goshen will have Worthman, Eldridge, also Bechtel, Hill, and Alfred on the floor. Mishawaka with Yohe, Herringer, Johnson, Jones, and Jackson Snyder. They will inbound Bechtel, well, they will guard, rather, Bechtel on the inbounds, baseline right. 1.6 seconds, we're tied at 39. The inbounds deflected by Tommy Herringer. Loose ball picked up, thrown up off the rim, no good by Deacon Hill. A big deflection on defense by the K-Men. And guess what? We are going to overtime. Tommy did a great job of of shadowing Hill as Hill tried to curl around and look for the little lob pass. Tommy uh, switched it out and with his big body, got his body into Hill. Hill didn't really have a chance at it. So the caveman with 1.6 seconds dodged the possession and the inbounds by Goshen. So we will go to a fifth period. Four minutes will be played in our overtime, or overtime number one, if you will. We are not at 39-39. Mishawaka at 14-2, looking to keep pace with Northwood for first place in the Northern Lakes Conference. After trailing by as many as seven in the third quarter, they now have tied it up. We are 39-39 going to the fifth quarter. We'll have that for you after this timeout on 96-1 the Ton. Turn the page to quarter number five. Along with Ron Heglinski, I'm Brian Miller. Our second jump ball of the night is controlled by the Mishawaka Cavemen as we are facing our first overtime of the season. And here on the road tonight, Mishawaka trying to keep their winning streak alive, but more importantly, hoping to stay alive at 4-0 in the Northern Lakes Conference. And Mishawaka winning that opening tip. They worked their offense down to the forecourt. And a right block post feed by Arthur Jones was knocked out of bounds, intended for Tommy Herringer. Inbounds Jackson Snyder. Arthur catches the basketball right wing. Back on the post feed into Tommy. Tries to back in. Eldridge now works on the reverse layup and then feeds around the defender up and in. Herringer really had to work the angles there. Tommy's seventh point, and Mishawaka with the first lead in a long, long time, leads at 41-39. This overtime really favors Mishawaka. They got great lineups on the floor. Maddox came in for Cooper, and he's added great defensive pressure. They're, they're quicker. So, so I, I really like Mishawaka in this overtime. Center floor, Bechtel with the basketball. Cabin going man-to-man -man defensively. Bechtel, bounce pass, leading Alford. Dribble drives in the lane. Nothing there. 
And it's 41-39 Mishawaka. And then Bechtel bobbles the ball and then rolls the past himself, trying to chase it down. It rolls out of bounds. That's, a, that, that's the defensive pressure that Arthur can put on you. And uh, I think Goshen does a much better job when they don't try and dribble the ball but move the ball via the pass. That's a, so great, that's a great job by Arthur. Defending. Red Hawk turnover, caveman basketball. Bodie Bender up stalking the caveman sidelines across the way from us. Left side, Rasan goes to Tommy. Right side, Arthur finds Johnson on the cut. Herringer outside the arc. Rasan looked at the basket like he thought about a three, but wisely reset the offense at 2.24 to play here in the fifth period. Overtime one, Rasan dribble penetrates, puts it up and in! Great dribble move, but they're going to save foul on the floor before the shot. I don't understand, but it's still it's it's still a one and one. But but well, the bucket went in, but so when they, Rashan, and they wiped it out. But when Rashan has the middle of the floor open and it's a straight line drive, there's no help side. Rashan's eyes get as big as eggs, and he's going to take that ball to the rack every single time. Worthman on the foul. That is his second, team's ninth of the half. So a two-point Mishawaka lead, 41-39, with some big, big free throws here for the Mishawaka junior. And Rasan Johnson nails the first of the one of the bonus. I don't want to say it, but Rasan entered this game at 50% from the line. Please hit, don't. Has Please hit don't. nine, now 10 of 12. Free throw is good. No, he's got the feel. He's got the feel in this game. And uh, there's a little pressure by Mishawaka up the court now. I just like their pressure. 43-39, Mishawaka. Scoring all the points so far here in this extra period. Backdoor give and go. Bechtel to a cutter by Worthman. He'll lay it up and in as he beat his defender to the basket. And Worthman with seven. That's exactly what that was, a give and go. Mishawaka defender didn't jump to the ball. Rasan dribbles to the left side, now pulls it up at the left wing. Top side, Tommy for three. Remy, no, he threw that one up really quick. Rebound, Rasan. He battles Worthman for it. And a loose ball foul, or do we call it a jump ball? If it's a possession arrow, it will go to Goshen. I think it's a foul. As I, it probably should be. I didn't, I didn't like that top side three by Tommy. There was there's too there was still a little time left too quick. To, to get some movement and it's obvious now that they can't guard Rashawn Johnson. Foul on Gage Worthman, the 6'3 junior picks up his third foul, 10th on the team. So a couple of free throws here for Rashawn Johnson who steps to the stripe with a deep knee bend and he'll fire it up off the back iron, no good. Rasan's had a great ball game, averaging eight per contest. Has 19 points. 143 to play here in regulation, and the second free throw by Rasan gives him 20. And the caveman lead is now a two-possession, or checked at a three-point contest at 44-31. Now Bechtel, top of the circle, dribbles across the timeline. Picked up by Arthur. Left side to Alford. Post block, bounce pass to Hill. Top side, Worthman all along from three. He hit the back iron. The ball stayed stationary and rolled in. 
That is home cooking. That's home cooking at your home gym. 44-44 minute and 11 seconds to go in our first overtime. Arthur. Don't mess with the ball. Get it to Rashawn and clear out. Johnson with it now to Tommy. One minute to there play. There you go. Clear out. Rasan with it against him. Quinn Bechtel. 44-44. Now Johnson dribble penetrates out to Jackson Snyder. Center floor to Tommy. Tommy dribbles. Goes to the right side. Now slows it down. Brings the left-handed dribble back to the top. Down to 40 seconds. Herringer dribble penetrates. Nothing there. He'll find Maddox. Out center floor now. 34 seconds. Goes to Arthur. Dribble drives by two defenders. Kicks it to Rasan. Dribble penetrates. Scoop layup. No. Block on the way up. Hits the bottom of the rim. And the rebound to Noah Alford and Goshen. Goshen with the ball in a 24-44 tie. A big defensive stance needed now for the caveman. 15 seconds. Bechtel dribbles to the hash mark left side. Bechtel down to nine. Dribble penetrates, turns, spins, bobbles, kicks into the corner. Workman from three, he'll get it! Workman with the three, Arthur Jones will launch a heave home shot. No good. The timeout. There's a timeout, 1.3 seconds. And a timeout taken, I believe, by Mishawaka. One point three seconds remaining. And Gage Worthman with a pull-up three well outside the arc, right in front of the Mishawaka or checked at the Goshen bench area. That was nothing but net. Yeah, I so I thought the last possession uh, on offense for Mishawaka, the, the formula has been has been give Rashawn the ball at the top of the key because there's there's obviously no help side. The ball's at the top. The last possession, they got him the ball on the wing, which is a, which allows the help side to come from the back side. The help side came and uh, forced Rasan to take a tougher shot. And, and then uh, Bechtel made a really good play of, of penetrating, getting the defense to suck in. And, and then uh, uh, Worthman had to make the shot, and he did. The cavemen will get an extra second put back on the clock. The timeout by Bodie Bender was taken at the 2.3 second mark on the contest. Now Michael Wolford, as the teams are returning to the floor, runs to the end zone where the inbounds will take place. Maddox Yohe will be the inbounder. Mishawaka gets man-to-man, -man, belly belly-to-belly defense. So do you foul him here? And give Mishawaka one and one or two free throws. And another timeout now taken by the Red Hawks. Let's stay here on this. We because, will do that. Because Bodie has a lot of has a lot of run out plays on uh, on end out of bounce versus full court pressure. He, he, he likes those. He has those in his back pocket. And, and let's see if, if he sets a back screen, throws a run out pass. Up and get a great look at the three-point line, but he's, he's, he's really good at these special situation plays. Well, the K-Men will definitely need a trade to extend this contest as they trail 47-44. Here to Goshen, who with just one win in the NLC has already defeated Warsaw and would love nothing more to put a notch in their belt by beating a first-place Mishawaka K-Men club and in the process, 
snap Mishawaka's 11-game winning streak. Mishawaka with Herringer, Yohi, Jones, Jackson Snyder, and Rasan Johnson on the floor. Now Rasan Johnson is going to take the duties of doing the inbound. Earlier when we came out, Maddox Yohi was showing. Well, so, so you're going to see you're going to see some kind of a back screen and go. And uh, if I'm Goshen, I'm seriously thinking of fouling here. And then putting your best bigs in to rebound. Backcourt inbounds, Rasan Johnson. Looks, floats it into Arthur. Jones turns, heave ho, half court shot. It is short. And the Mishawaka Cavemen 11 game winning streak is over. And by watching reactions of the Caveman bench, that was not the play that Bodie Bender was hoping for. Well, no, they were, Maddox Joey had run down and stepped out of bounds. They were gonna throw a cross court to Maddox and he was still gonna be the inbounder, but uh, they never got it executed. So the Cavemen on the road, fall upon tough times to the upset-minded Goshen Redhawks, who with a big weekend hosting Mishawaka tonight and the second-ranked Penn Kingsman tomorrow. But Goshen starts the weekend off with a, an impressive home court win, defeating the Mishawaka Cavemen by three in overtime. Stay tuned, our post-game show is coming up next. We will check scoring and statistics. We'll take a look back on this contest, a seesaw of momentums. That's all the Cavemen fall to 14-3 and 4-1 in the Northern Lakes Conference. A sweep tonight for the Redhawks who win the JV contest in the final seconds. 52-50 at the free throw line. And here, a three-pointer with 2.3 seconds to go by Gage Worthman wins it. Final score, Goshen 47, Mishawaka 44 in overtime. We're back with the postgame show coming up next here on 96-1 The Ton. This is the Mishawaka Cavemen postgame show on 96-1 The Ton. Welcome back to Goshen High School along with former Cavemen coach Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. A tough, tough, tough road loss and a tough pill to swallow as the Mishawaka Cavemen come here. And after a uh, not-so-shiny-bright performance on Tuesday, in which not only uh, winning 57-45 and in kind of a struggle fest against Fairfield, they in the process lose Brady Fisher with a thumb injury for what is reported as a day-to-day -day injury, but could be uh, a long stretch, could be a short stretch. We're going to have to wait and see, but Brady Fisher with a cast on that right wrist here this evening did not see action. And the Mishawaki Cavemen were in a true defensive lockdown against the Goshen Redhawks and would come up on the short end in an overtime battle here, 47-44. Our storyline saw Mishawaka jump out to a 14-12 lead, but truly that was their best offensive output in any period throughout the game. They were held just to three points in quarter number two. They trailed Goshen 23-17 at halftime. Mishawaka would get only eight points in the third quarter. They would find themselves down by as many as seven in that third period. They would trail 29-25 going to the fourth. But Mishawaka found a little magic in the fourth quarter, in particular isolation opportunities for Rasan Johnson against his Goshen defenders. He put his team on his back, scored eight points in that fourth period, got his team back within the uh, tie 
The K-Men would force overtime and dodge a final possession bullet by the Red Hawks, who in the final minute of, in final seconds rather, of the regulation in that fourth quarter would not get that final possession and score they were looking for. We would go to the extra period, 39-39. And Coach Rod Heklinski, the, 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 the sad thing about this overtime was Mishawaka started out really, really well, but then got uh, just kind of stymied and uh, just couldn't, couldn't get the, the big shots that they needed. Seemed like they were in a little bit of an offensive predicament. And uh, other than Rasan Johnson tonight, uh, Mishawaka really, really struggled on the offensive end of the floor. I, I think Arthur Jones had a, uh, I mean, his offensive game wasn't very good tonight. I think he had five points early, and he might have stayed at five points. Uh, uh, Mishawaka had the right formula late in the game, uh, get uh, Rashawn at the top of the key with the ball and spread out a little bit because the help side couldn't get to him. And Rashawn was so quick and long that he, he, he forced himself into the basket, shot free throws, and uh, I thought Mishawaka would, would come away with this win. The last possession, though, as I said earlier, he got the ball on the baseline, which allowed, which allowed the help side to come over from Goshen. You got to hand it to Goshen. They, they made the big shot when they needed to make a big shot, and uh, it just wasn't meant to be. The game was played at Goshen's pace. They average uh, 50 points a game. They scored 47. They hold opponents to under 50. They uh, Mishawaka got 44. So Mishawaka never really had stretches to where they, they could push the pace. Again, in overtime, Goshen wins it 47-44. Any statistics you'd like to share? Yeah, so, I, so Mishawaka didn't shoot the ball well tonight. They shot 28% from the field. Uh, Which is 20% below their average on the yes, season. Yes, they were 21% from three. Uh, Tommy took a big three late in the game that might have been a little bit uh, ill-advised. Uh, they were great from the line. They got to the line 17 times, shot 76% uh, from the charity stripe. Conversely speaking, um, you're going to talk about Goshen was 18 for 49 from the field. Six for 14 for three, and only took th three free throw attempts. They were one for three. So, so Mishawaka had the distinct advantage uh, from the uh, the charity stripe, but Goshen had the, I mean, they had the distinct advantage from the three-point line tonight. Overtime tonight, Goshen on the home court defeats the Mishawaka Cavemen 47-244. Caveman coach Bodie Bender making his way here to our broadcast table. And he'll be joining us here in just a moment or two. Red Hawks scoring tonight. Noah Alford with a free throw and two tries for his single point. Three on a second quarter three for Will Hirschberger. He finished with that tray on the night for his offensive output. Eight points for Ryan Eldridge on four field goals. All inside the paint area. Eight points for Quinn Bechtel. He also had four two-point field goals. Two players in double figures for Goshen, Deacon Hill with two three-pointers and three two-point field goals. He finished with a total of 12 points. High point man for the Red Hawks was Gage Worthman. His biggest point so came in that final shot, the three-pointer, 2.3 seconds to play in the overtime period. He finished with 15 on the night, 10 of those in the second half on three three-pointers and three, point, uh, three two-point field goals. Elsewhere for Gosham, Aiden Ebreitzer and Leighton Waddell, along with Nate Panarski, would play 
but not score. A quick rundown for the Mishawaka Caveman offense. Jackson Snyder with two, four for Cooper Pritchett, two for Ace Troyer, four for Maddox Yohe with a three-pointer and one of two free throw shooting. Arthur Jones had five points, all those within the first couple of minutes of this basketball game. He would finish with five, seven for Tommy Herringer. Herringer with a three-point field goal and two two-point field goals. High point man for Mishawak had in the ballgame, Rasan Johnson, 13 on his back, finished with 20 points on the game, including 12 of 15 from the free throw line and four field goals, including two of those in the fourth quarter. Rasan with 15 of his 20 after halftime. Mishawak in overtime loses a heartbreaker here, a tough loss for the Came in 47-44 in overtime. Mishawaka coach Bodie Bender joins us upstairs. That's a tough one, my friend. Yeah, they uh, basically from the start, I thought they kind of outplayed us from the start. Um, you know, I told the guys in the locker room, I thought our shot selection wasn't very good. Um, and the kind of the ball-controlled offense they're going to play where they're going to get good quality shots and work it around is not going to allow us to play as fast. So therefore, we've got to take good quality shots on the offensive end. I thought there was a lot of one pass up, two pass up, don't make a shot, go back and play defense for 15, 18 seconds. Um, I think that wore on some guys. Um, uh, I think it was also frustrating. Um, and then there was times we just let some of their best players, 21, 24, and 42 hurt us tonight inside. Just have clean looks, good, good, clean catches, clean looks, and let them make moves, and and didn't try to take anything away, and um, you know, and the result on the scoreboard was, you know, us getting beat 47-44. I thought that the game, and and obviously uh, uh, you've said this that the game was totally played at their pace. I I, I thought for a little while you were able to get into to some full court pressure, and and pick the pace up a little bit but you can never really get over that hump late in the game. Late in the game, I felt you had the winning formula with, with putting Rasan at the top and spreading everybody else out on, on that straight line drive because yeah. the help side couldn't get to him. Yep. And I wanted, at the end, I wanted one shot. We rushed a shot too quick. Actually, I was going to call a timeout and draw something up, and we just, we didn't execute at the end. We, we gave him, what, nine seconds? Yeah, they dribbled down, and he was able to call a timeout and get a three and a, and a great look. And yep, that's the now that's not that's not what got us beat. I I told the kids also in the locker room your preparation on Wednesday and Thursday wasn't the greatest, and that's why you got beat. Yeah, that's all. I mean that I mean that plays a big role in it. And and and, and from a coaching standpoint, it's it's easy to kind of see that and get that feel for that. And then, and then you're almost helpless when, when you come down there, right. and, and you just and you hope your guys can grind it out. Arthur didn't have a good game for no, you. Nope, nope. He had a couple shots inside that he didn't finish, but we had other guys that had shots inside. Cooper Pritchett had a few that he didn't finish. Tommy had a few he didn't finish. We were more worried about contact and not getting contact, not getting calls, and and complaining to the officials. And I told him that at halftime, guys, you're complaining. You were too worried about what the officials are going to call. It's in your head now, and you can see it on their faces on the floor. I thought you made a great move in the fourth quarter when, when you when you went to Maddox, and and you went to Maddox for his quickness and his ability to guard, and, and took Cooper out. And I thought you picked up the pressure right. and got yourself back into it. Then. Yeah, uh, I mean that's what we had to do. We had to pick it up. He had a big three in the corner to tie it in regulation, and then. 
yeah, we just didn't have enough to get over the hump tonight. Tough loss in overtime for the Mishawaka Cavemen, 47-44. And unfortunately, many people are going to point to the fact that Brady Fisher not in the lineup tonight. His presence, maybe not his stats as much. Uh, do you want to comment on that? Uh, not, not at this time. Not at this time, and that is a fair, fair assessment. Uh, certainly, with no game tomorrow, with a unusual week next week, with a right. Thursday game, but now you've got all focus to uh, try to bounce back when you go to Warsaw. Tonight, the Tigers fell to Northwood. Northwood were, uh, the Panthers were an impressive winner down at the Tiger Den, 53-36. Your, your thoughts on the Tigers as you guys go there next uh, well, Thursday? They're, they're obviously going to be itching to get back in the winner's column, especially at home, and we're going to have our hands full. We've got to have three good days of practice next week. You certainly, uh, through this game, while Goshen with the tempo, Goshen, you know, seemed like they, they kind of forced you to do some things you didn't want to do. You guys had some really good defensive stands in particular at the end of regulation. Uh, played it well defensively to force them yep. maybe yep. out of some things they didn't want to do. Let's talk about some of the positives. Uh, uh, I, well, you can go to that play at the end. I thought the kids did a good job during the timeout. They all came over and they said, lob's coming, lob's coming. And they knew exactly what play was coming. We went through it in practice. Um, and we did a good job of defending. I thought Tommy almost had a steal there. He did. Um, that might have been big if he'd come up with it. I don't know how much time was left. We would have had a little time to maybe get a shot off. Um, but did a good job of forcing it to overtime. So that was good. I thought early in the game we caused some problems with our speed a little bit and turned them over in the first quarter there. I just thought that there was times we just we allowed their shooters to get too comfortable. Um, I remember one time in the first half where sign goes for a steal, misses it. And 21's wide open, Deacon Hill's wide open at the top, and we don't fly out at them. And, uh, you know, uh, that's that's where we always put on the board, to no personnel. And, and I give them all scouting reports, and they have it on there, and that's one of the instances we didn't know the personnel. They were 6 for 14 from the uh, three-point line. You guys were 3 for 13, so so they had a couple more than you. And, and when it comes down to a close game like that, and, and it's a 47 to 44 game, those threes do make a difference. Yep. Yep. If, if there's right. any one player that obviously uh, willed the cavemen to win and put them in a position to win, although losing here by three in overtime, Rasan Johnson, 20 points, definitely a season high, but I think more than anything, a uh, struggling up and down season at the free throw line. He buried 12 of 15 tonight. Mm -hmm. yeah. that, that had to really feel good. Yeah, it's nice to see him make some free throws. We shoot a lot of free throws in practice, um, so it was good to see him knock some down. That was good. Again, final score in overtime, Goshen 47, Mishawaka 44. I anticipate there will be a few intense days of practice coming up before Thursday's battle in Warsaw. Yeah, we're going to have to get back get after it. All right, Coach, man, get back, get on the horse, uh, get a little rest, and we'll see you next week, right, brother. We'll see you Thursday. Look forward to it. Thanks for joining us upstairs. That is Bodie Bender, head boys basketball coach here at Mishawaka High School, as, of course, he joins us for our postgame comments here on 96 won the ton. Coach Rod Heklinski alongside as the uh, cavemen again drop this one to fall to 4-1 in the Northern Lakes Conference. And now with a 4-1 record, they are in second place behind the Northwood Panthers, who won earlier tonight 53-36. Other finals in the league, Concord at home defeated Wawasee 48-39. And how about the Plymouth Pilgrims? They get a win tonight at Northridge. They go there and silence the Raiders at the uh, Madhouse by a count 
of 51 to 48. So Plymouth picks up their uh, first league win. Uh, the struggles continue for the Northridge Raiders. And uh, Goshen, with this win, improves to 2-3 and three in the NLC. They improve to 8-6 and six overall. They, tomorrow night, will host the second-ranked Penn Kingsman, who were a big winner tonight at South Bend Riley. And uh, when you look at the standings right now, Northwood will be in first place alone. Uh, Mishawaka will be in second place. And then from there, it kind of becomes a logjam between Warsaw, Concord, and then the uh, Red Hawks of Goshen, before the, uh, the well, well, really, it's a simple formula now. I mean, it's 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 laid out for Mishawaka. Mishawaka's got to go and beat Warsaw, and then they and and then they're going to play for a share of the conference title against Northwood uh, at home. And you would have to share that title unless maybe somebody can knock off Northwood. But the way the Panthers are playing right now, don't hold your breath with that. Actually, Concord is playing well. They will be Thursday at Northwood, looking at the NLC schedule next week. Goshen is at Plymouth and Northridge is at Wawasee, but certainly the Mishawaka-Warsaw and Concord-Northwood games will be the uh, two uh, focus games coming up Thursday. Tough loss, Coach. These these road games in the NLC, uh, uh, life is never easier. There's no gimmies when you go on the road in the conference. You certainly were a part of that for uh, a couple of years among your five years at Mishawaka. Well, it's a possession game. I mean, there's, 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 only, I mean, there's not a lot of points scored, so it's about possessions and uh, – Goshen just had one more better possession tonight than, than Mishawaka did. There's reasons for that. You go back to the uh, film, you go back to the chalkboard, you go back and, and, and you coach your guys up, and, and he'll go back and coach them up, and he'll have his guys ready to play against Warsaw. They will be hungry when we see the cavemen next time on the court Thursday, February the 2nd. A lot of fun tonight, uh, great atmosphere. The uh, Goshen Redhawks win it in overtime 47 44. Again, in overtime here on their home floor. Coach, we'll see you Thursday night. Let's uh, let's take it back to the Princess City. You're the best, man. See ya. A lot of fun tonight to uh, work alongside of the one and only Ron Hecklinski. Wish we had better news for K-Men fans in uh, Friday edition of Indiana Hoosier Hysteria. So stay tuned. Matt Embry, after this timeout, will be along with our post-game edition of the U.S. Science Crafter School Board. Meanwhile, we want to remind fans the big day tomorrow, the wrestling sectional going on at the cave and throughout Mishawaka High School tomorrow. Also, next week, we wish the Mishawaka girls basketball team the best of luck. Coach Chad Blasco's team will head down to the Plymouth sectional in Class 4A. They have their hands full. They will take on number one rank and defending state champion South Bend, Washington. But you never know, and that's why they play the games. Best of luck to them on Tuesday. That'll be January 31, and our next broadcast will be coming up on Thursday. Coach Heck and I will hit the road down to the Tiger Den. We'll be settled in at the home of Warsaw Community High School. Always a good one down there and certainly a tough place to play for visitors. Hoping the cavemen can find a way after Warsaw suffered a home loss tonight to the Northwood Panthers. Stay tuned. Postgame scoreboard is coming up next. Once again, our final score. Goshen in overtime defeats your Mishawaka cavemen. 47-44 the final. Stay tuned. Postgame wrap-up continues after this timeout. Brian Miller, along with Ron Heklinski, bidding you a very pleasant good night from the Maple City of Goshen. Matt Embry in the U.S. Science Studios. We continue with our postgame coverage. Mishawaka's 11-game winning streak is history. They fall to Goshen tonight, 47-44 in overtime. U.S. Sign Crafters have custom signage and graphic needs to installation and service. U.S. Sign Crafters has you covered with the region's only three-year warranty. See what they can offer you today by checking their website at ussigncrafters.com. 
All these other games have gone final. Let's go to the Northern Lakes Conference first. Northwood defeats Warsaw 53-36. It was Plymouth over Northridge 51-48. And Concord, a winner over Wawasee, 48-39. In the NIC, Clay gets by Bremen 70-46. It was Elkhart 54-32 winners over Jimtown. Penn, an easy winner against Riley, 76-61. As Brian mentioned, they will play Goshen tomorrow night. John Glenn gets past Adams, 57-47. It was St. Joseph getting the victory over New Prairie, 62-46. And Marion. Battle between two teams in the top four in Class 3A, and it was all night, 69-49 over the Washington Panthers tonight at Marion High School and a 5-3 victory on our sister station, Quality Roxy 94-3 Notre Dame Hockey. Opening this weekend series at the Compton Family Ice Arena over Wisconsin with a victory 5-3 tonight in South Bend. Tough performance for Mishawaka tonight. Their 11-game winning streak comes to a close in overtime to Goshen 47-44 after this final timeout. We'll look ahead to the next Mishawaka broadcast, you are listening to Mishawaka Cayman Basketball.